there. These are the Tales Vinyl Tells. I'm Brian Hallgren. Here on Tales Vinyl Tells, play some album cuts and bring you some artists that you might or might not know. And I'll share some history and even do some storytelling from the late 60s toward today. Albums that are also known as long-playing records, LPs, or vinyls are making a big comeback and have been for some time now. Some of mine date back to over 50 years ago. My album collection dwindled, but it was saved by my good friend David about 20 years ago, and I've been fortunate enough to get them back, and now I'm sharing them with you, along with other tunes from other sources. So these are the tales that a vinyl album tells. It's Tales Vinyl Tells.
It's another Tales Vinyl Tells. In fact, it's episode 16. That was Saved by the Music, the Blue Jays, Justin Hayward and John Lodge from the Moody Blues. That LP was 1975, called Blue Jays. And hello again. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I am Brian, and we've got another interesting interview today for you. This time, I chat with Brant Miller, songwriter, singer, and guitarist, who's collecting some pretty nice praises for a new CD that he's just put out called Roots, Rhymes, and Branches. We'll play some of the tunes off that CD, hear a spontaneous song that he co-wrote about a crazy piece of legislation, and hear other songs from Pete Seeger, Cream, Buddy Guy, and more. It's a country-slash-americana-slash-blues-slash-you-name-it type of podcast today, and I hope you'll enjoy it. So stay with me for this hour. The interview starts right after we hear Nobody's Safe from the Blues from Brant Miller's new CD, Roots, Rhymes, and Branches. Welcome once again to a Tales Vinyl Tells interview. This time we've got another friend of ours. I am so blessed with my friends. Uh, we've got Brant Miller on the phone with us. Hi, Brant. Welcome. Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. Oh, you bet. Uh, we've known each other 
really for quite a while since I've uh, lived in the Nashville area. I've got a list of questions, and you're definitely welcome to answer what you want and what you don't. And you know what's funny? We scheduled this interview, and like the day after you said okay, I get the email from you that you've just released a CD. How timely is that? Well, it's pretty amazing. The, the, the heavens and cosmos all kind of came together for that, I guess. I would say you're right. And the album is called? It's Roots, Rhymes, and Branches, which is something that I, I, you know, I'm a forester. It's my background, in, you know, as far as what I did for a day job for many years. And what I love is also trees as well as music. So I thought I'd kind of combine that into the title and kind of double meaning with uh, roots, of my music and roots of trees and, and all that good stuff. I was going to say, Roots is the operative word. Yeah. Yeah. And this is not your first CD. What number is it? It's actually it's actually my fourth CD that I've put out. Uh, two of them were, are with my band, Second Nature. We've been together since the late 90s, and we still play sometimes, and it's a trio of us. And so we've had two albums one as recently as about a year ago and then um and then i did a solo album as a collaboration with a friend out in east tennessee when i lived out there working in the forest we both were paddlers he had a kayak and i did canoeing so we got together and wrote a bunch of songs uh about white water paddling and getting out in the river and that type of thing and that's been that was like in the early 90s called music river original white water songs and river ballads and people are still buying it's kind of a cult favorite <laughs> among the people who get out on the rivers that's good and i know i was in on a uh, a birthday present that a bunch of your friends gave you when you turned xx <laughs> uh. you, you could say it uh the big 6-0 that was seems like a long time ago now but uh yeah yeah that was that was a great surprise concocted by my sisters who got all my musical friends together to kind of you know get a song of mine that they thought they'd want to do and and record it wherever they were in the studio or on a boom box or whatever and send it in to my sisters and a little bit of production in a few cases and surprised me with the CD with a nice cover and everything. Uh, I was floored by that. And then, yeah, that was presented at that party that, that you were at. Yes. And that was an amazing thing. That's touching. It's really very touching. I'm kind of, I'm a little warm inside right now just, just thinking about, you know, that's really quite an honor. Well, let's, um, let's get deeper into who you are, what you do. Uh, you are retired now. Was it uh, the State Forest Service you were with? Yeah, I was with uh, the State Wildlife Resources Agency, the TWRA, for like 20 years, and then another six years with the State Forestry Division mm -hmm. out in East Tennessee. But I was in Nashville area, but covering statewide when I was with the wildlife folks. And it was still forestry work having to do with you know, wildlife habitat. Were you brought up in East Tennessee? No, no, I'm a, I'm a New York State boy. Really? Yeah. What, what part? I uh, grew up in a little town called Croton on Hudson, New York, not too far from the Big Apple, New York City, but mm -hmm. uh, far enough away to be a completely different world and, and right, you know, overlooking the Hudson River and a lot of uh, music, you know, and arts influences there and it was a beautiful place to grow up and also got to go to New York City. I was a little bit leery of the of the big city, so uh, unlike some of my friends who were just, you know, oh, right, let's go to the city. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so both things, my parents, they, they were both New York City bred, so I have kind of a background in both worlds, country and the city. And your music reflects it too. Who were some of your influences in your let's call them your, your formative years. Yeah, what I, I guess when I really started getting into music uh, from my own playing it, I, I was really deeply affected by some of the blues people. I heard somebody playing the harmonica one day and, or heard the harmonica one day and said, I want to do that. So I did research and got a bunch of albums I borrowed of blues guys, you know, from Chicago and country blues and, and learned from those records and uh, playing the harp and it was, uh, real education 
the same time, you know, there's a lot of folk music going on, Dylan and a lot of the people like that. Don McLean, actually, I grew up in the Hudson River Valley, and I was in high school a crew member for a couple of weeks on the Hudson River Sloop that Pete Seeger started this movement with a big sloop that was built to go up and down Hudson River and clean up the river and spread the consciousness of you know ecological practices and good practices for not polluting the water. And there's festivals up and down the river where people like uh, Don McLean, Pete Seeger, Jerry Jeff Walker, when he was just you know, starting out and a bunch of other people would play and we'd get out there and jam. And I actually got to jam with Pete Seeger and Don McLean on the sloop one time. And uh, so that made a big impact on me. Brant was able to spend some time with Don McLean and Pete Seeger, who sang songs of protest and social activism like, Which Side Are You On?, here on Tales Vinyl Tells.
buddy guy and damn right I got the blues and a question from the past or is it which side are you on from Pete Seeger and that's really a song about labor and anti-labor groups hey was that you singing along too this is Tales Vinyl Tells with my friend Brant Miller an interview we played a song of his in episode 13 called Where Now America. It is on YouTube. It's mentioned coming up, and so are Click and Clack. What? And also, uh, Lee Hayes, who was a member of the Weavers and co wrote with Pete uh, If I Had a Hammer and a bunch of other mm-hmm. classics, um, he lived in Croton. So I got to visit him with some friends who were helping him out, you know, taking care of his place and stuff, and we would hang out and hear stories, and uh, so I got to know him a little bit, and that was really great impact on my young life. Yeah, it sounds like it. When did you move to the Nashville area? I moved here, Brian, in 1982. Um, I had been living in Alaska. That was one of my stops for three years or three years plus working with the U.S. Forest Service. So so I was you know, always involved in music and more and more into it, writing songs. And so I kind of got a wild hair that I would move to uh, Nashville after I found out it was like the songwriter heaven <laughs> here. So uh, at least that was a reputation and a lot of it turned out to be true. So yeah, I moved here in 82, packed my old Dodge Dart, drove across the country, <laughs> in a flop house kind of, low-rent place on Music Row for a while until I found a little place and was in a few bands and the rest is history. Boy, that's true. And you've, <laughs> you've written you've written a lot of songs. Any idea, number-wise, how many songs you've written or been in, you know, as a co-writer? <sighs> yeah, I mean, from the time I started writing, the ones that I can still remember or have documented, even from high school, I have some of those. Several hundred songs. I mean, really, when you're talking about some people who are career songwriters, professional writers, they can write thousands of songs. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those guys who writes every day, but I always have something brewing in my head. So, you know, probably a hundred, couple hundred songs over my life. The first time that I had heard Roadkill Bill, it was a time that it really hit home what that song is really about. Is that one of your creations? Yes, I wrote that with my good friends in the band Second Nature that we're in, uh, Don uh, King and Dave Woodward, and also the director, who is now retiring, of the Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency, Ed Carter, gave some input in that song. He's, he's got a good sense of humor, so all four of us kind of came up with that theme, and that was based on the actual law in, I guess it was, the late 90s when they the legislators came up with a brilliant idea to allow people to legally take home roadkill without having to have it you know officially checked in with a wildlife officer to make it easier if you hit a deer or hit a raccoon or a possum or whatever you could take it home and cook it and have a good meal yeah for, for those who hunt with their trucks <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, interesting. So it was kind of the uh, laughing stock, in a way, of the late night comedy show routine. Jay Leno, and he did something on it for a week or two. And so we heard all about that happening. And we were involved in it, working there. So, as far as the people who were, you know, kind of have to enforce that type of law or not enforce it anymore. So we had to write that song, and it. You know, people love, that's our the favorite song that we do. People, in fact, <laughs> won the uh, Chris Austin songwriting contest at Merle Fest several years ago when we entered it and we got to sing it there and it, it won the first place and we got big, you know, hoopla about that. So that was our, that and the song being on Click and Clack was the epitome of our career. <laughs> that's when you know you've made it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love those boys. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, miss them too. Yeah, absolutely.
by chance have your guitar with you, near you? Wow. Yeah, I do. do I'm you? in the music room. Well, are you are you at all interested? And I did not ask you to do this. And uh -oh. and if you don't want to, it's okay. But uh, are you are you interested in singing anything, even Roadkill Bill or any part of it that might? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I could do that. We've, um, we've never done a what I'm going to call a live performance on Tales Vinyl Tales, so this is a first. Uh, Brant Miller. Uh, my, I have a cat that she loves me and I love her, but <laughs> every time I pull a guitar out, her eyes get real big and she, <laughs> she leaves the room. She knows what's going to happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, come back to me now so maybe she knows that this is a special special time and uh yes it's uncle brian right uncle brian and, <laughs> and that fiona too will be on the uh on the radio or on the podcast so yeah we ready sure anytime all right here's a little bit of the roadkill bill that we wrote a while back in honor of that memorable legislation and it's on our cd second nature first adventure which actually has clips of the legislators passing the law on it. So it's kind of real funny that way too. All right. Our legislators passed it. It's law in Tennessee. What we find on the highway is legal now to eat. Deer, raccoon, and possum have all become fair game. It's an open season smorgasbord on every state highway. <laughs> we used to swerve to miss them, but the grocery bill's so high. We supplement our shopping out on that center line. <laughs> Grandpa says it's the best thing since Roosevelt's New Deal. Cause it ain't like a handout, it's more like meals on wheels. <laughs> we got the road kill, the road kill bill. Folks in Tennessee can get their fill. It's giving brand new meaning to the phrase hot off the grill. We have the road to kill. Well, they laughed at us on little, and they tried to put us down. But when a buck will feed the family, look who's laughing now. This stuff is all free-ranging, organic to the bone. Just add a little tar and gasoline and it's ready to take home. Yeah, we got the roadkill, the roadkill bill. Folks in Tennessee can get their fill. It's giving brand new meaning to the phrase hot off the grill. Now that we have the roadkill. Now that we have 
Bravo. <laughs> and, and, you know, actually, thank you. Thank you, Brant, so much. Brant Miller with a roadkill bill. How do you know when there's a new Tales Vinyl Tells episode ready for you? Well, you could join the Tales Vinyl Tells Album Club on Facebook, or you could email me at talesvinyltells at gmail.com, or call and leave a message at 615-581-7682. This is Tales Vinyl Tells. And election time is here in 2020, and your vote counts. Be sure you're registered and that your contact information on file is correct. Do that by checking with your county board of elections or election commission, or on the internet, go to vote.org. If you want to see what's on the upcoming primaries and general elections, you can search 2020 sample ballot and then enter your county and state. So use your voice, your vote, and make a good choice. Read the ballots before you go vote or before you mail in your ballot because your vote counts. And the Tennessee primary is August 6th. Ballots for by-mail voting are available from your county board of elections. You can request one online and they must be vote marked, signed on the return envelope that is put in the actual return envelope that you're gonna pop in the mailbox and they must be postmarked no later than election day in Tennessee August 6th and your vote does count now it's good to hear about the hip shaking when we played Joe Cocker and feeling all right last episode and I really appreciate your comments about the song choices and messages that we sometimes convey and sometimes that's not on purpose now, here's hoping you're digging the tunes today and our conversation with Brant Miller, and here's more. I consider you a social activist. Does that describe you? Yeah, I've been more and more of a social activist, as, as I think it's, well, it's always been needed but it's needed in so many ways today. So mm-hmm. so I've tried to step up my act a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I've been involved in trying to get political, you know, the Democratic political um, candidates of my choice elected uh, over the last several national and, and state and local elections. And mm-hmm. anywhere from our council person to president, especially, I guess, when Obama started and uh, making calls and things like that. And now um, with the mayoral, mayoral races and uh, and also trying now my music, I've been getting more and more into my music being a source of, you know, helping whatever cause I can and writing songs that are um, relevant to these things that, that we're seeing today. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really does tie us in with, with your new CD. Uh called uh, Roots, Rhymes, and Branches. First of all, before we actually get into the content of the LP, who are, the the music is great. The players are really, really good. Nice to hear. Who all is uh, playing on that for you and with you? Okay. um, Well, there's some great folks. And um, I guess, yeah, besides myself, I played, you know, I sang and uh, leads and, Played some, you know, a lot of acoustic guitar, harmonica, and some mandolin. We have Chris Lusinger, who's a friend, of course, of both of ours, and um, great uh, guitar player. He played acoustic guitar on a number of tracks, and uh, he's always great, so so good and inventive, and with that stuff. And uh, of course, he's played on all of Garth's uh, studio albums. Mm-hmm. He has also been on Tales Vinyl Tales. Yeah, yeah, I did hear. <laughs> Good guy. Yeah, what what a nice what guy. Yeah. And uh, it also had um, a guy named uh, Tom, well, Manchi. He's the engineer who I recorded at East Nashville. He's a great guy, and he's also an excellent guitar player and percussionist. He played some guitar, and he played different percussion kind of shakers and knocking on stuff and making all these cool noises and mm-hmm. 
Uh, Chaz Williams is another guy. He's a guy I met way back in the Quality Inn Hall of Fame down on Division Street back in the 80s when I was first in Nashville. He was in the house band, and he'd sit in, you know, we'd sit in with him and do our songs, and I used him on a bunch of things over the years. And when I got back to this, I'd say, hey, Chaz, uh, Brant Miller, Blast from the Past. And he, so he, he played great dobro on a bunch of the songs and glenn duncan was on most of them playing fiddle and and a bazooki as well and he's a great uh grammy winning uh fiddle player and then there are several others who were on just a couple of different cuts from you know actually use a couple old demos that i'd recorded Mm -hmm. at those are at home even and then uh did my vocals over them and so there were some great tracks that I got to use. I had Susan Anders singing harmonies on a couple of things. She's um, also my vocal coach who's married to Tom, and uh, so she's a great singer and a great teacher. And Julie Pennell, she's uh, did some harmonies and played banjo on a song, and she's a good friend of mine, her and her husband, John Pennell. My sister, I don't want to leave her out. And, uh, she's a great singer. She's from Denmark and very famous over there and she was over here and did harmonies on a bunch of songs great harmonies and uh just kind of have that family feel to it i guess you'd say Mm -hmm. and uh some several other people robert bowen played fiddle banjo mandolin guitar and bass on the song called it's never too late because i did that at my home studio some years ago and had another singer sing it the vocals and then i redid that on this one so he's like a one-man band he can't play them all at the same time but (laughs) he can play them all excellent he used to play with bill monroe in fact wow yeah yeah the the last band that bill monroe had Catherine marks a great piano player plays with reba mcintyre on the road and has done a lot of studio work and uh, she's great person and a great piano and met her through yoga so mm. actually in our part of town the yoga world <laughs> dave francis is the last guy who was a regular on this he uh, played some great bass on everything most of the songs in the cd yeah the uh the instrumentation is really wide on this and like i say just the music is really good the lyrics are meaningful, timely, just very current. Uh, you, let's see, you sent a link for a YouTube video that you have out called mm-hmm. Where Now America. Right. Wow. Right. You, you, you um, want to talk- I think if folks uh, search for Where Now America, it's public, so uh, by Brant Miller on YouTube or, uh, yeah, they should be able to find that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I don't want to forget to mention my website is uh, brantmillermusic.com that's b-r-a-n-t millermusic.com but um, yeah I did that video because um, I'm working with a really uh, great woman named uh, Carrie Estrin who does radio promotion and kind of uh, advising artists and management and things like that and she had earlier on when I was talking to her about getting the album together said it'd be good to have a video some kind of a lyric video where you know nothing has to, doesn't have to be like MTV type videos that mm-hmm. they used to play or whatever so I you know I struggled and put this together from the song Where Now America which is one of those very timely songs about what's going on in this country and where, where are we going to go and how are we going to work together to achieve these things and what do we want to be in America? What do we really want to be? So that's where that song was inspired by. And the video kind of you know, demonstrates that visually with the lyrics and pictures from what's going on in this country today, including the demonstrations that uh, came after uh, the killing of George Floyd. Here's a song from Brant's latest CD, Roots, Rhymes, and Branches. No interest in that.
That's our guest this episode of Tales Vinyl Tells, Brant Miller, and no interest in that. Since we recorded this chat, I asked Brant for any additional comments to add, and there are a few. The National Folk Alliance International Folk Chart for June reported that Brant's new CD, Roots, Rhymes, and Branches, was number 15 in the top album category. Number 12 in top songs was his Where Now America, and number 17 in the top artist category, it's Brant Miller. Congratulations, Brant. Also, kudos are being sent out from Brant to Tom Manchie, who did a great job recording him at his Studio X in East Nashville, and all the great musician friends who played on this CD, including Brant's good buddy, And mine too, guitar great Chris Lusinger, fiddler Glenn Duncan, keyboardist Catherine Marks, and Brant's sister and legendary Danish country singer Tamara Rosanas. And to all the folks out there fighting the good fight for justice and a better world. And we mentioned Chris Lusinger, and if you'll rewind a couple episodes, we did an interview with uh, Chris. Real nice, real nice guy. So back to our interview with Brant Miller. It's, it's being promoted to radio these uh, days now. So mm-hmm. it's, um, like I was saying, Carrie Estrin, who lives in Nashville, she's promoting it to folk music and kind of Americana folk radio. And it's been doing pretty good there. Like the first week it was chosen as uh, CD of the week by a very well-known show called The Midnight Special 
out of the Chicago area, and uh, so it's been getting some airplay, and especially this one that you know been very pertinent right now, like Where Now America, and another one called No Interest in That, which is the opener on the CD, and it's one. It's an interesting story. I was at the Folk Alliance conference a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago, in Kansas City. The first one I went to, which is the big group of folk musicians and industry and, and fans that get together and, and play music and go to seminars and all this stuff. So they had a challenge to write a song from this one organization to pick a name out of a jar of like an idea that somebody in this organization wrote. So I picked one out, and then if you write it by the end of the conference, you can perform it at this venue there on the last day. Mm. So I picked one out with the title No Interest in That, and I said, oh boy, this is going to be tough. So <laughs> so I, uh, I did work on it and uh, signed up to do the performance, and I came out with most of the song, and then I finished it when I got back, you know, another verse and chorus type thing. And uh, now it's one of my favorite songs. People really seem to be moved by it. And um, it deals with a lot of things that we're dealing with today in society and mm -hmm. trying to work together to get change done. Yeah, there's a lot of different songs. So I tried to try to get to different tempos, different moods, different, you know, subjects, political, personal, love. Uh, there's one called Dublin or Nothing that I wrote um, had that idea, you know, based on the double, double or nothing. Mm -hmm. And I thought doubling or nothing would be a cute play on that. So, <laughs> and then I actually uh, wrote it, but I, it's about a guy who disillusioned and having hard times here. And he decides he's going to go to Dublin and, and make a new life out there. So and I actually went to Ireland. We went to Ireland about a year ago or so. And and that was, it's a beautiful place. And um, I wrote the song before going there, but I certainly, um, I'd like to go back. And then um, there's another song, I, I mean, one song, it's funny how songwriting works. I used to work in East Tennessee in the forestry, like I was saying, and there's a road called Genesis Road that leads down to this big wildlife management area in near Crossville, Tennessee. So I'd go down Genesis Road a whole bunch of times, and I thought that would be a, interesting name for a song so i wrote it in my little idea book and years later i said well, i'm going to take this one out and wrote a song based on somebody who was brought up on genesis road and mm. you know wants needs wants to go back shoot so there's songs going way back from when i was first in nashville in the, let's say in the mid 80s something called nobody's safe from the blues that was the first song brian that i got recorded playing in a club there's a club called bogeys mm -hmm. back in the 80s and it's no longer there somebody was looking for songs for their new cd and she heard me sing that one nobody's safe in the blues and she wanted to do it and she recorded it and made a nice recording out of it and uh so that's the history of that one that's oh yeah one called trees got you covered being a forester mm -hmm. um write that one patricia my wife of course she she said you ought to write a tr song about trees and i said well I don't know, you know, whenever your wife recommends something, you kind of say, well, I don't know. And then you realize that she's right. So, <laughs> And you need to admit that. Yes, I have to admit it. <laughs> so I wrote one called Trees Got You Covered, and uh, it's on the CD, and it's uh, really cool about all the trees that trees do for folks and for the world, and based on the a tree's perspective. There are, uh, I think, 13 cuts on this CD, is that right? Yeah. 13. And but. and the music is, like I said, great. the The lyrics are are pretty intense. I mean, they're very real. They're meaningful. Um, the little bit that I've heard of it, I really like it. And you know, it's just it's just really nice stuff. I hope a lot of people pick up on it. Tell us again now. How how are they going to be able? How's anybody going to be able to get this CD? Yeah, well, they can actually go right to my website. That's www.brantmillermusic, B-R-A-N-T, millermusic.com. And, you know, there's a store page there, and they can listen to clips from it to see what it's all about. And then they can order that, and they can order some other CDs from my past years as well uh, with my band and the music 
River CD. So yeah, it's on there, and there's different packages actually. You can get just the download, or you can get the、um, CD and the download, or、uh, give you a songwriting lesson if you you know a little, little higher level and some CDs. And so there's different things you can you can do with that. And、um, yeah, so yeah, check it out. It's It is a good CD. I'll have to admit that, and、yeah. and、uh, love for folks to be getting the chance to hear it. And you're a good guy, and I'm really glad that you wanted to give us some of your time here on Tales Vinyl Tales. It's great. Nice to know you. Nice to hang out with you. Same here, Brian.、Yeah. Lo- love to Linda too. Okay, sounds good. Same to Patricia, and、uh, have a good day. You too, Brian. Thanks, Brant. See you. Bye. Bye. That's our cue as well. Thanks, BrantMillerMusic.com and Brant Miller for sharing some of your day with us. And thank you, the listeners and fans of great music, especially from the '60s and '70s. Next time, we'll salute something that we need more of, and apparently, something the Beatles knew very well. All you need is love. May the wind always be at your back. Stay well. See you next time. Remember, we're free and ad-free on Tales Vinyl Tales. I'm Brian. See ya. A lot of classic jams for you today. Glad you stayed with us, and hope you loved the show. Join other listeners, and we'll let you know when a new episode of Tales Vinyl Tales drops. You can join Tales Vinyl Tales Album Club on Facebook 
Email us at talesvinyltells at gmail.com or call and leave a message at 615-581-7682. I'm Brian. It's been my blast. Hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next time. Thank you.